All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Martin Wong Chat. Uh, this is a vodcast. I just realized vodcast is the word instead of just podcast. So that's kind of a new experience for me. But it's not just video. We're doing stream too. So make sure you watch this on twitch.tv slash Martin Wong Photo. Uh, tonight, I have the amazing Glitter Explosion, which I didn't know that was her name until someone said her name and I was really confused. I know her more as a Lauren, so I'm just going to say, you know, have Lawrence on the show. So welcome to the show, Lauren. Let's see, it's loading. There you go. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, speaking of like going back to what I was saying, the first time that, um, not even the first time, it was just what, a few weeks ago from PAX East, which feels like a decade ago now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone keeps saying your name. They keep saying, hey, uh, Glitter. And I didn't know. I keep looking around. It's like, what? <laughs> glitter? I, I, like, I keep trying to see like on the ground. Or, like, I thought there'd be some like confetti stuff going on. Like, what Glitter? I was really, really confused. Because I was introduced to you as Lauren. You introduced yourself as Lauren from DreamHack. Did I do that? I don't even remember doing that. But it's possible that I did. I think if anything, it was um, Flan. Flan's like, oh, hi, this is Lauren, you know, da 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 and then kind of go from there. Because I like real name anyway, so um, handle name is something I don't usually keep in mind. So, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But why Glitter Explosion, actually? Um, so, <laughs> believe it or not, my dad actually helped me come up with that handle. I used to, uh, I used to play a lot of World of Tanks with my dad, and mm -hmm. when we had first started trying to create an account for me i couldn't come up with a name so my dad was saying uh wouldn't it be really cool if like every time that you killed somebody in game like their tank exploded with glitter so that they knew a girl killed them and i was just <laughs> like well that's what we're gonna call ourselves from here on out that's great that's great i see you have a <laughs> giant unicorn behind you too so yeah mm-hmm that's our sub unicorn. That's where everybody gets their names put on if once they hit a year or two year for subscriptions. How long have you been streaming? Been streaming for four years and partnered for three. Okay. Okay. Actually, before we get even more into different stuff, tell me a little bit about you first. How would I describe Glitter Explosion or Lauren? Ooh. Well, me as a person. Sure. Whatever you want. <laughs> Definitely super outgoing. Um, obviously, very into gaming. This is kind of like my entire life at this point. Esports or video games or anything like that. Um, mm. I love being able to like build a community through everything that I've done so far. And uh, super into fitness too, though. Mm. Kind of got to balance everything out a little bit. But um, a little bit of a tomboy, pretty much overall. Friendly okay. tomboy, maybe. Gamer. Is it hard to work out now since it's quarantines? Wait. Dude. Yeah. Is it quarantine for you as well? Yeah. Ugh. Every So everything here got shut down for like 30 days. All businesses, all non-essential businesses are currently closed for 30 days. We mm -hmm. haven't done full lockdown yet, but it's, I'm pretty sure it's headed in that direction. It's getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, yeah. Isn't it bad for you in California? <sighs> it's... It's weird because it seems like if you go outside, it seems very nice, like nice sky and like everything's <laughs> great, but it's really quiet. So it's kind of weird. Um, every store is kind of like quiet. And then all the restaurants, like I went to Chipotle yesterday, right? Because I was craving for Chipotle. <laughs> okay. So we're still allowed to go get food, you know, uh, as long as you don't dine in. But they have okay. all this line on the floor. So then there's like, let's say normally you just stand behind a person waiting in line, right? But now they have like designated spots with tape on the floor. So you have to be like six feet away from that person and the next person. But yeah. Isn't that so scary? It is kind of scary. Like I wish I was, I was talking to my housemate today. I was saying that I wish it was more like a obvious that you can see kind of like danger. Like, you know, oh, you get attacked by bees or like some, you know, zombie <laughs> dogs or something. Something that I'd be like, okay, you know, I could be avoiding it or try to be safe. <laughs> It's so strange telling my friends like, oh yeah, be safe. I'm like, I, I don't know what does that mean because like, I don't know what you can do more than just, you know, wear a mask or, you know, wash your hands. But it's just, yeah, it's kind of strange. So. Uh, uh, no, it's true though. 
but like you're also a host, right? Yeah, so I do, do lots of hosting. Yeah, I do a lot of freelance like esports talent work. I started off doing strictly hosting and now somehow I don't really know how it's happened, but we somehow also progressed into analyst and shoutcaster in the <laughs> last like six months, which has been a little bit overwhelming, but mm-hmm. uh really, really cool. Honestly, I think I actually prefer analysis to to being a host at this point. So with this whole virus going on, how is that going to affect you for the analysis host part? Well, I mean, like every major event for the next like three months has been canceled. Can they do it so, remotely now then? So a lot of games actually have been doing them remotely. I think that's kind of the solution that people are trying to utilize right now Mm -hmm. i don't know how i've gotten so unlucky but everything that i was supposed to do is not doing that (laughs) so now we're just kind of stuck at home trying to not go crazy but i'm hoping that uh it calms down a little bit and then everything just gets pushed until maybe like the summer hopefully yeah like some people saying that the heat might actually kill it faster so maybe yeah i've heard that too you know maybe i mean we live in warm places yeah, but I'm surprised India hasn't really gotten hit really badly yet. Like, they got some, but, like, really small scale in comparison. Like, what, like, 200 case or less? But that's crazy. For India, such a populated, dense area, dense city. I mean, if it really is because of the heat, then summer needs to come a lot faster. Yeah, it's still raining here in uh, in LA. It's eight oh, or it rained, March. Oh, it rained the other day here in Vegas. Yeah, so... Uh, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's tricky. We'll see. We'll see. Like my work is half photography and half event work. So I'm also yeah. kind of like, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask how you were faring. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm, you know, I'm trying to talk to company and businesses and say like, if you can do some more digital kind of work. And also, of course, now I'm doing more streaming and doing this vodcast. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving streaming into is fun though. Streaming is fun. It is so here's the thing. I'm a very, very extreme extrovert, right? So normally every weekend or even weekday, I'll find something to do if I if the, I mean I don't have to find something. Things just show up. I'm in LA. But because now with this whole coronavirus going on, I'm just stuck at home. So I'm like, what can I do? And with streaming, if I have people in chat, great, you know, because I can talk to them, interact with them, great. But when I first started streaming, at least on Twitch, man, it was so bad because I, I get, because that's how you started, right? Like, especially me, you know, um, there's no one there. I'm playing the game. I'm talking to the stream. It's worse when there's actually one or two people there. Like, you know, they're there, but they don't talk Yo. to you. <laughs> so I would make jokes and then they're like, cool, cool. And then nothing. And then you get nothing Nothing. Back. I'm like, ooh, it's like, it's like when you're practicing, uh, um, kickboxing, you know, or uh, when you're doing punches, you know, you punch, if you punch a sandbag, like, great, you have impact, it'll give you some, like, you have that kind of motion. But if you're punching air, you get a lot tired. Like, you know, it's more straining on the body. <laughs> it's true. So it's kind of like that. So I'm doing YouTube as well. And YouTube has been okay. Same thing. I'm talking to the camera. It's like, okay. it's a blank, it's a blank space. But hopefully, but it's getting better. So at least stream-wise, now it's getting better. I have more followers, more people interacting with me, some regulars, you know. So that, that's because there's so many more people home now too. I know. Okay, so we were talking about this. Um, I was talking about this last night too. Is it good or bad? Right, everybody's home, so you either have a lots of people at home as viewers watching you to stream now, or now you also have a lots of people coming in saying, "Huh." Maybe I can stream too. Uh-huh. Extra competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be a little bit tricky. So I'm making I'm making a YouTube video right now too. I actually have my editor editing it right now, and it's about um, if you can be a full time content creator and like how's that really like to be a creator? Right. It's, it's really tiring. <laughs> yes, it is. I don't think people realize how much work it actually takes to be a content creator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not an easy way out. Being a content creator is definitely not an easy way out. It's actually more work than your normal nine to five. So yeah, and I'm just ah. Uh, so hopefully, you know, this is just a test, and it will make it much easier afterward. I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, I, and also, wait. So, what game are you hosting a lot regularly? 
Apex? Yeah, it's typically Apex. Um, I just started doing the Keemstar Wars on Wednesday stuff that we did yesterday. That was the very mm. first week of it. Um, and then we've got some stuff in the summer that's coming up that I can't talk about yet, but cool, 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 cool. But Apex is definitely like my main, my main baby. So how much homework do you have to do each time before you host or like, how does it work? Dude, it's actually so much work. I don't think people process how much time goes into prep, especially for like the big LAN events. We mm -hmm. probably myself and like a usually like it's a pretty close-knit group of talent and there's like a bunch of us that try to kind of contribute and collaborate into one master doc of information but it usually takes us about a week or so and it ends up being like 30 pages long of information that breaks down like every team every player on every team past land results any current roster changes um who they play as legends who's the igl and that's just like the player side of things and the orgs that they're mm. all on obviously then from there we also do like two weeks of pro scrim review where we watch all of the pro scrim against each other we make graphics for drop maps and rotations so we know where the teams land and then go we have to know end zones we need to know usually like the past two patches before the event. So we need to know any changes that were made to weapons or legends or the map itself or uh, anything like that. And then we kind of have to memorize all of it in time for the event. And also once you memorize it, you have to know how to say it like smoothly on screen exactly. as well. Exactly. I've seen uh, some of the charts or paper that you guys have on your desk. Uh, Bill have shown me some of them as well. <laughs> And man, it's just like spreadsheets after spreadsheets and then information after information. Like each, you have to learn about each. And there's so many players too, you know? Uh, I mean, how about this? I, I was wondering, <laughs> would you, you guys, I wonder if it's allowed or if that should be a thing should, uh, for you guys to do, because like, you can do this with a lot, of, a lot of major sports. Well, maybe not in America, but betting. Betting on who so will win. So there, that's like, especially in Vegas, because like, obviously sports betting in Vegas is a huge thing. It's been mm -hmm. a bone of contention in the city for a very long time. Like they've been trying to figure out a way to make it so that you can bet on esports, and it just hasn't become legal yet, but people mm. have been pushing for it for a long time. Because it's not too much different than other athletic sports, right? It's just people who, uh, esports is so new, just that companies don't understand it yet. What right? happens is the bet, the decision for a game to be bettable, I guess, uh -huh. is in the hands of the developer. So each individual developer uh, has to okay it. Mm. Well, are, do you would you like oppose or are you against like or pro I'm it? Neutral on it, but I understand why. So the developers don't typically do it because I think um, it, it. I don't know what it does exactly, so I don't want to say. I don't know if it changes how the game's made their legal requirements or something but it's i know it's just like a bad look for some of them so they just stay away from it oh that's that's kind of strange i so because like for you guys then i mean it's not that inside their training because you guys just do a lot of lots of homework right yeah <laughs> so it, it, imagine it should... <laughs> oh man i'd be so rich i've predicted like four events the past four events right i would be so rich right now ah oh, that I feel like that would bring eSport actually to the next level, right? Especially with people who don't care that much about eSport before. Now it's like, <laughs> now hey it's boys, they make money on it. <laughs> want to make some money betting on all these players that you don't know about? They all try to look badass in front of their <laughs> camera. Like I, uh, So I was, um, I do photos for players sometimes and for different eSport team or like clothing brand. An eSport player, and I'm sure you have seen this before too. They love doing this thing where they post in front of a camera and do the thing where they like cross their arm and try mm -hmm. to look really yep, badass. Like super esportsy. But sometimes it's really hard to take them seriously because they are very, uh, most of them are scrawny little kids who are very young because they start out really young, you know, because yep. uh, they what for this kind of sports, like most sports, but at least this one, more major a majority of them, they started maybe when they're 11 or 12. And they oh, start, easily. Yeah, and they just keep on playing and then are they allowed to play under 18 or they have so to be at least? that decision is also made by the developer as well so like for oh. like Fortnite, it's 13 because oh. 
Epic made it 13, but for most games, it's usually like 17 or 18. Okay. So technically, some kid could be 14 years old and then already on the team and then be very good at it. Last year at World Cup, there was a 13-year-old from Brazil who got like third place or something and won like $900,000. He was from Brazil. His name's King. And and that's how much money again? 900 grand? $900,000. USD? In US dollar? Yes. That's a lot over there then. Yeah, so the World Cup paid out. I forget. I'm sure we have tax or something like that. 30 million or something like that. Uh huh. Jeez. Because first place was 3 million. Mm hmm. Second, and then it went down from there. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure he got $900,000 for third. I mean, they are printing money. They were reportedly at one time were making like, like a million a day. So, three mils is nothing. Pretty much for them, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like I not saying that I'm in the wrong industry. <laughs> but <laughs> you're gonna change your mind a little bit now? Yeah, now I'm just like, hmm, maybe it's just a thing. Once they make gambling of esport betting more acceptable, more widely acceptable, I'm gonna start opening bars, you know. Or like right? a casino bar but only with esports. But just esports stuff? Yeah. Imagine people would love that. Oh, I think it'd be, I mean, there's already an esport bar. So, yeah. But esport casino. I feel like that would be fun. And all mm-hmm. the stuff, just esport team. And stuff. I mean, it's interesting too, because it, it's such a weird life now that I'll be going to an esport bar and then I'll see some of my friends playing on the TV because they're playing yeah, esport right. channel. Because it's like a stream or something like that. And you're like, yeah. I know who that is. Like, I know who that is. And sometimes, yeah. Like, yeah, that's it's like, for example, like one time I was playing, it's like, huh, that's sneaky. We just shot yesterday, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So it is, it is interesting. Uh, and it's great. Uh, I think e- like people having access to esports or streaming is definitely better for people, I think. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 100%. You also do stuff with uh, rook.gg, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell me about so I'm that. The, uh, the assistant general manager for Rogue. I specifically handle all of our Battle Royale stuff. So right now that's Fortnite and Apex. Uh-huh. And then um, I also do all of the point of contact stuff for Dr. Lupo. I handle a lot, I handle hey. a lot of like third-party activation stuff when we need to do things with like the NHL or the UFC. Um, I do some help with like our musician investors for their stream setups and things like that. So I kind of try to do a little bit of everything. <laughs> I mean, that's all of us, right? With this all. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's almost, I feel like everyone in esports, not many people can say, oh yeah, I do this one thing. And then... No, not at all. You have to be a jack of all, a jack of all trades in order to be successful. Yeah. And because I think it's our industry is changing so fast. Like 10 years ago, your job doesn't really exist. At least very little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Both, like, I mean, there's some, but definitely not at it's the level. It's so different from 10 years ago. Yeah. So it's hard. To, so, like, I think it's because I'm from the cosplay world, right? So it's very similar to cosplay world where it's a very old community. Like, people have been playing video games for years, ages. Yeah. Same for cosplay. People have been cosplaying for ages. But I think uh, it as an industry is still very young. Like, very, very new. So. Absolutely. I think it's still, it's going to continue to just blow up right now. It's starting to go way more mainstream than it used to be. Like now a lot of the stuff that I do like is with ESPN and you would never have seen that, you know, Mm-mm-mm. how many years ago, like that's not a thing, but now esports is on cable network television and it's, it's going to slowly kind of force its way into everything. Is there still a stigma that's like video game? It's not as cool as like football or like, other major athletic sports? I think probably for the pros from like professional traditional sport athletes uh-huh. to like professional, you know, mm-hmm. sport <laughs> players. <laughs> I think fa- that they're I think that's constantly a thing where people are like, you know, it's not the same. They're not athletes. My favorite meme is still the um the one that's like, oh, this is worth 
what's peak performance look like in swimming? It's Michael Phelps, and then like yeah. you know, some other sport, and then esport is just <laughs> sneaky <laughs> in cosplay. I love it. <laughs> it's great. Uh, I think I'm gonna hit him on the show sometimes too. Uh, but what do you think is gonna take for us to go to that next jump? That one jump that be like, oh yeah, esport is just really cool for everyone as well, and it's not like huh, nerd. I think it just needs to be in more. more like mainstream media because every time there's like a little reference in a movie or a tv show everybody freaks out they're like oh my god wait they're talking about gaming they're talking about esports and then people freak out because like it's not that frequent that that happens mm -hmm. but i feel like netflix is kind of like the perfect platform for something like that to happen with do you think like a documentary would be good something well they they did one already mm. um it was one episode of a documentary series that they did on Netflix where it was about esports, but it's a, you know it's not enough, obviously. But was it accurate-ish, like correct or like? Yeah, is it, it actually it was oh. actually really well done. It was okay, good, good, Just, good. It it was following around. Uh, I think it was it. I think it was a hundred thieves league team. Maybe was it? Mm. People in chat can correct me, but I think that's what it was. Um, and it was really good. Okay, that's good. Because I was saying like someday if I have a documentary. I need uh Scar I like, but not gonna be me. I'm gonna have someone play as me. Maybe Scarlett Johansson. You know, since I'm Asian. Imagine I'm <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> That'd be great. <clears throat> I feel bad for her. Like people give her a lot of shit for you know playing some of the roles because she's not. Wait, wh wait, what? What did she play that made people really mad? Because she's not Asian. Oh, um, that one movie. Um, major. What's your, what's that one movie called? Ghost in the Shell. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I knew what you were talking about. I couldn't remember it. Yeah. And people was like, oh, how dare you? I, like, I don't know. It's not her fault. Be besides, like, her character looks kind of white anyway in a manga or anime. <laughs> it could go either way. So, anyway, I, anyway, if anyone watches someday else and You're I just. Definitely uh, a Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Please. I am I'm giving you the permission, Scarlett Johansson, to play me. That's that's my permission right there. Uh, yeah. If you, have a, if you have a documentary about you, what Ooh. would that be like? What would you want? It would be a lot, probably. <laughs> it would be really all <laughs> over the place, honestly. It'd be like working in esports during the day. It'd be going to the gym. It'd be trying to stream. It'd be traveling like six weekends in a row internationally and not really sleeping a whole lot. It would be <laughs> very hectic is what it would be. You would need one of those where it start out from the at the end or close to the end, and it's like, well, let me tell you how we got to this. And then whoop, flashback. <laughs> that would actually be like the perfect way, because people would be like, "What?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, no, you could try. You could just you could you give it a run." <laughs> um, do you like hosting? Like, do you actually like it? I do. I I I like it a lot. I think I it used to be one of my most favorite things to do until I fell in love with analysis. And now I'm kind of like, I could just do analysis all day, every day, if I had so, the option. So uh, analysis is technically considered shell casting, right? No, it's different. Tell me about these three things. Shell casting, analysis, and being a host. I kind of have an idea, but not okay. as much as you do. So Come hosting has a bunch of different roles that fall under hosting. Hosting is either stage hosting, which is like pretty much opening the show, closing the show, doing onstage player interviews, things like that. Then there's desk hosting, which is when you're at the analysis desk and you're kind of running the show with all of the analysts, kind of, you know, directing where the questions are going to go, how the conversation flows, etc. Mm -hmm. Then you also can be like a floor reporter, which is pretty much just audience interviews or player interviews at events, which is like a subset kind of of hosting, but not really because you're not actually doing a whole lot okay. hosting wise, just interviews. Then shout casting has two different roles. You're either a play by play commentator or you're a color commentator. Color commentator. Yeah. What's a color commentator? Uh, color is like combination of kind of like the filler so like play-by-play -play is like you know and he's he's cutting around the corner he's 
pulling out X gun. He's going to be shooting this person down. Oh, somebody comes around from around the corner and shoots him in the back. And like, that's the person that's doing the play by play because they're telling you everything mm. as it's happening. Color waits for them to finish and then goes, can either it's do some sort of like a summary mm. of what just happened, explain why the decisions were good or bad, do some hype themselves. Like they can get like loud and kind of bring some energy as they're going and do a little bit of play by play as well, but they don't sit so heavily on the play by play side. Mm-hmm. they'll do more explanations of things for the viewers that might be new or kind of fill some of the dead time that can happen sometimes in esports if a game is going on for a long time. Um, and then analysis, like an analyst does mm. nothing in the live gameplay. So the live gameplay is just the shoutcasters. And mm-hmm. then when the game is done, the shoutcasters will send it back to the desk where the desk host is and the analysts will break down what happened, which players did well, which teams did well, uh, specific hype plays that might have happened, do team predictions, who they think is going to win the event, stuff like that. So it's all it's all like this weird machine that kind of works together. Dang. Okay. Wow. So it's just, I didn't know that it's actually all three going on at the same time. That's So when you work as more uh, analysis, like an analyst, do you, because like most of the... Um, other than host, maybe most of the roles you have two or more people, right? Uh, yes. Is it the same with analysis? Or yeah, you usually analysis? have two analysts at the desk with the desk host, and then you can kind of like go back and forth and give different opinions on things or agree. And it's typically like it gets sent back to that analyst desk before and after every single game. So if mm. there's like a set of matches or even like no, because the rounds are usually too short. So if there's like a set of matches, it'll go to the analyst desk before, then it kicks off to the shoutcasters during, goes back to the analyst desk after, goes back to the shoutcasters, comes back, and it's just this volley back and forth. And then at the end of like a full round of matches, you'll get like a uh, an interview with the stage host, right? On stage. Mm-hmm. So and then back to you, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> um, ever got caught like un unprepared <laughs> like not not like you when people because like sometimes like it's not your fault right it's like the person who deciding where it goes because like, you have the stage manager and they're like okay let's go to you know analyst and they're like wait what it's like yes hi so the game was um great <laughs> it does it sometimes it does happen sometimes production is like a little bit busy because everybody's busy you know mm-hmm. like everybody's got a lot going on and there uh or sometimes like there's just miscommunications like i think the very first event that i did we made it through, or I made it through the entire weekend without like any major screw up. And literally in the last like two minutes of the entire show of the entire weekend, production had told me that there was a graphic that didn't exist. Uh-huh. So uh, they were like, okay, you need to throw this graphic, throw this graphic. And I'm sitting there being like, finishing up my sentence. And I go, but it's fine. Cause you know, let's take a quick look at like the overall standings. Like, looks like we've got a graphic to show you guys. And then in my ear, they go, no, we don't. And I was just like, literally on camera. I just go, well, just <laughs> kidding. Looks like that's the end of the show. And that's, and that's how it ended. That's all folks. I was like, uh, congrats on winning your money. We got to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man fun time fun time. and that was like what your first time first yeah the very first event that's a good way to go in <laughs> and i got made fun of for that one for a long time i need to find that clip somewhere i'm sure it's somewhere <laughs> online so you also wear eps right every time you on stage or on on camera for sorry. the big shows you will yeah what do they tell you just what's going to go or when you're ready or typically they'll be like, okay, like coming back to you in five seconds. So you know when to look at the camera. Cause sometimes you're not on camera and you got to wait. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of times they're queuing up graphics in your ear. Like, all right, we've got a bracket graphic ready. We've got standings ready. We've got team graphics ready. And it's just so like, you just kind of have to ignore them, but listen at the same time, keep doing what you're doing, finish up your sentence and be like, all right, but you know, we're going to take a quick look at the standings before we jump into game number two and they'll pop it up. They like, they just tell you when things are ready and then they wait for your, verbal cue to like switch things on the program mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or yep. things could be going like there could be a fire in the back room and i don't know they'll, they'll be like stretch you need to stretch for 45 minutes something broke a player's computer crashed a controller isn't working you just have to fill until we tell you not to fill anymore and we'll be sitting there being like hmm great so- <clears throat> let's talk about my grandma she's doing great <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, no, I have done hosting works before, but not really analysis or shoutcasting because I'm not really a gamer. Uh, I'm a fake gamer boy, but you know, nobody questioned that, which is great. But no, <laughs> <laughs> I've done hosting, uh, but yeah, they usually it's a lot of. So uh, yeah, we have half more hours. Make this really long. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be like asking. And it's annoying too because sometimes when you ask questions, because you've done hosting before, a lot oh, of yeah. um, players, they're not really good at talking. Like they no. don't really like talking. No, not at all. Especially uh, the Asian players, you know. I have actually, and a lot of my players can vouch for me on this, but I have spent a lot of time with a lot of the players in the BR community making a concerted effort to make them comfortable with me so that when those interviews happen, they mm. are not awkward. Like every event, even if I know who I'm interviewing right beforehand, I will try and tell them what questions to expect for me so they feel a little bit better so they're not caught off guard. Mm -hmm. Um, because there are so many pros who just get really nervous because they're not used to it, you know? Yeah. And they're sometimes typically a little bit more shy. And mm -hmm. you put them in front of the camera and that's like it's bright lights, audience. And you're like, it's okay. Everything's fine. Just want to know how you're feeling. Was it fun? Did you have a nice time? <laughs> it's, it's like picking up kids from like the school. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <like>. Exactly. <laughs> oh, from Turkey Cheese. <laughs> How was your day? Good. How was your game? Good. Good. <laughs> that's it. And that's and it. And you're like, oh my God, you can't give me oh. more than one word answer. Like. <laughs> but even when you try to ask them more open-ended questions, it's like, so how did you feel, you know, when uh, the opponents, you know, putting you in a corner? It's like, it's okay. It's like, give me something, man. You know, we're trying it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yes, that's, that's usually the case. Um, so, but if you have to choose between, I don't know, streaming analysis or being a GE or assistant G GM, which one do you want to put the most focus on? Like, what do you like the best? Is it hard? That's or fitness. Ask me, being a fitness trainer, fitness I don't know. <laughs> people actually ask me this all the time, and I like never have a good answer for them because. I love all of them so much that if I didn't, I probably would have quit one by now <laughs> with how much work it requires. But I don't know. I think like... That's not a bad thing. I mean, I mean, you like yeah. all of them and you actually participate in all of them. So that's good. I, I, I think the only thing I'd really want to change is that I just like to like continue you know growing my brand but that doesn't mean i have to stop doing anything that i'm doing so so i run into this problem like uh i do many things as well as you know you know you see because it's yeah. one of the situation once you kind of meet martin wong like like me and you're more friends like we spoke we drink you know we hung yeah, out for yeah, a bit yeah. then you'll kind of see me everywhere from now on it's kind of this weird thing <clears throat> like we could be in the industry for years but we never met but once you met me you'll see me everywhere uh that's what most of my friends tell me, at least. Um, and that's a problem, too. Like, every time someone asks me, like, hey, a, a new person, like, what do we, uh, tell me, tell me more about yourself. What do you do? And I'm like, ah. And well, you're like, well, you got some time? Yeah, like, how much time do you have? And also, it depends on who you are. It changed who I am. Like, <laughs> very differently. Like, especially, like, for you, too, right? It, let's say, you know, a eSport player might be a little bit different or, like, a brand would be a little bit different. Um, or they want to talk to you, you know, Glitter Explosion as the streamer, you know? So it's it's definitely tricky. Um, it's just about balancing all of it because mm -hmm. I think events are probably the hardest to balance it at. Yeah, because like, you deal with like all kind of people. Right, right, right. Like even this PAX East, this past PAX East, we we're both there and people, lots of people assume, not that I'm not a photographer, of course, it doesn't mean like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> suddenly I don't know photography, like I gave me cameras, what the F is this? Like, I'm still a photographer, but they all ask me, like, oh, what are you shooting this weekend? I'm like, I'm not shooting at all. I'm just here to I'm help. Just hanging out. Just hang out, running a party, and I have a bunch of uh, cosplayers, you know, doing activations for me, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm actually having, I'm talking to companies right now to do activations, try to do online activations. That's cool. So hopefully that will work too. Because, like, we're not, yeah. like, like, because I'm trying to figure, figure this out, right? I'm talking to another esports industry person. All this company has 
prepare a budget for like GDC, yeah. E3, you know, all these events. Uh, now they're like either postponed <clears throat> or like completely canceled. Where's that money going? <laughs> oh, I, I actually have no idea. I've wondered the same thing myself. Right? I'm like, hmm. So, uh, you know, <laughs> everything is canceled. So we don't have a budget unless, you know, maybe, you know, so maybe, maybe we have to discover kind of uh, new ways of doing things and how, no, well, maybe streaming is the idea. I don't know. It's a solution. I think it will solve a lot of things that people didn't initially think it would. Do you think this will change a, the in, not just our industry, the whole country a lot? Because we are going to have workers, a lot of them, working from home for maybe a month, two months, three months, some of them. Oh, easily. Like then company realized like, oh, I don't need this person at the office or vice versa or something. Or some people must be in the office. I don't think remote work is bad either, you know? I think for some people, like, <laughs> I made a joke on Twitter. I was like, some of you have never worked from home and it shows. Like, oh, it, yeah. Yeah, some people definitely do not know how to handle it. Uh, some people can, but some people cannot. You know, we are freelancers, so we have to work from home a lot regardless. So yeah. we know how to do it. So I don't know. I mean, yes, it's not bad, but some people don't have that discipline. So... Oh, yeah, because it definitely changes, like, your entire daily routine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You still have to put on a shirt. You still have to (laughs) work in front of a desk or something. No, I saw, I was watching uh, a Twitter post yesterday. Some people have definitely not worked from home before. They were doing Zoom. By the way, Zoom, Mm -hmm. like, I bet their stock going up. Oh, oh, yeah, they have to be. (laughs) Yeah, those videos of people of, like, their significant others walking in on them while having meetings or their pets or kids. Some woman even bought, uh, brought their whole laptop into the restroom and they saw her peeing. And Wait, I'm like, there's no way. There's yeah, actually no way. There is a video of it. I'm like, oh God. And then all the other coworkers you can see this, I have to like pretend to look away. Like try to look away at least. So then like, I don't like whose fault. Like at this, at that point, I'm not sure whose fault is, uh, it's just weird, you know? It, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> the person doing it. It should be, it should be. But they still want to find a way. It's like, oh, how dare you? watching me pee I'm like no you're the one who put it on camera no that's so bad yeah so uh it's changed a lot of things uh I, but here's a, i have a question i was thinking today really off topic porn industry how would that change because you can't can, can you work from home can't really work from home unless unless your co-star is your co like people that live with you i mean yeah i mean you can well well then if, you're good if you're homemade one yes but like like traditional porn where they're like in big productions, right? Like we're not big production, but at this like, you know, you go on set, you know, you shoot with like... I mean, it's just yeah. like a movie. Exactly. But movies are not being product- produced right now. No, they're not. Nothing is. Nothing yeah. is. Literally nothing is happening. Exactly. My, my house, uh, one of my housemates, he's a special uh, effects artist. So he can't do anything until... Oh, uh, that's... Yeah, that's a big bummer. Yeah, like he used to get lots of gigs through all this stuff. And I, well, you work at home anyway. It shouldn't affect you. But he was saying, no, production stopped. So I can't do anything until they give yeah. me something. Yeah. But that might be the same as like the porn industry. Because like they can't really, I, I mean, it might shift how things are being done. Uh, it's going to shift everything. Any any in-person industry is going to be changed. Man, I'm a photographer. That kind of suck. I'm not sure how this is going to work now. <laughs> I'm gonna say maybe like get like giant bubble like a um a hamster bubble kind of thing a ball like a hamster the ball bubble boy bubble yeah and then just like hey let's still shoot but don't worry that would be amazing I have a giant that would bubble be amazing I can make it work uh but hopefully it doesn't last too long no eh. I hope not maybe like do you have any in any change of plan like or like plan for this three months that's gonna at least last three months three months plan. Staying at home. <laughs> Literally. Staying at home. We've been trying to uh, figure out ways to like order groceries um, without having to go to the grocery store and like touch people, you know, <laughs> like be near other humans. Um, we've been trying to figure out ways to work out from the house, which is kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. I but bought a pool bar. Are- 
that's the best yeah yeah we have we have one of those it's just like the plan is literally just to stay home as much as possible and try to just get as much work done in whatever time frame yeah i'm gonna try to see what i can get work done once i did get i did apply i know um not apply uh oh i did get an ad from twitch that actually got me apparently uh yeah i know the first time like well, it was two times actually the first ad that got me right now is uh wingstop and again not sponsored but you guys should but <laughs> <laughs> wingstop is doing an ad on twitch where they're doing free delivery right now and like for monday and tuesday it's like 60 cents wings so like so yesterday's like yeah getting some wings what? Um, I've been wanting to order food so badly, but I've been scared about other people touching my stuff. So we haven't ordered a single thing. So I think if the food doesn't, I think the virus cannot survive outside of a host for too long. I think. Again, I'm not a scientist. Do not quote <laughs> me. I'm not Dr. Wong, even though that's what my parents, well, one of my parents never wanted me to be. I wanted to be, or they made me want to be a doctor, but that, <laughs> don't worry, that has way past, that's way past gone. Like, sorry, mom. Dr. Wong, it's not going to be a thing. Um, but yeah, so I think it should be fine as long as, I don't know, once they give you the or wear whole mask and glove and they give the food and spray them with Lysol. We wipe, yeah, even when we get the grocery deliveries, we wipe every single package down with a Lysol wipe. I, I wonder how my amazing immunity going to face against this. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like no, so stay in your house. Stay in my stay house. In your house. <laughs> I'm not gonna test it, but I don't know. Like, what if like your ex hit you up? Like not you, but like you know, in general, like a you, a royal you. You know, I don't know. I feel like some ex boyfriend, girlfriend, gonna get lonely. It's like, hey, oh, I actually made a joke today about that too. Uh, I saw it earlier. It's like Bay is like, come over, and then it's like I can't. I'm in quarantine. And it's like my parents are not home, and then you go like, wait, why are they not home? They should be home. Everyone should be home. Yeah, we're in that situation now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see. Delivery. I think so. I was thinking about this too. What company benefit the most from all this going on? Amazon. Amazon delivery service. Um, any any yeah any sort of like FedEx UPS type like delivery service they they have to be run ragged right now. I actually feel like really bad for, about for people that have paper to do company. that all the time. Companies that making TP, toilet paper. Yeah. Would they be doing really well right now? Any like, paper goods, any any like Lysol products, any like, if you, hand sanitizer products. If you tell me about apocalyptical kind of situation, like, oh, what you should be prepared, I would never have thought, let's buy stock in toilet paper. Like, yeah, that's where my money should go to. Uh, right, I you mean, done goofed by not buying I, some toilet paper I stuff. I messed up. I know. Maybe even Costco. Like, <laughs> oh man. I, I, but I'm slowly becoming an alcoholic. Like, what? Every time I'm going to buy toilet paper, like I try to go to a different store to buy toilet paper, I end up buying alcohol instead because they have no toilet paper. <laughs> and I walk by, it's like, oh look, Phoenix, cool. I walk by, it's like, <laughs> oh, like uh, Heineken. Uh, and then I even end up buying uh, White Claw. No, I know. I know. I am now basic AF. No way. So anyway, yeah, I was drinking that yesterday. I just feel more (laughs) sober. This is getting me really sober. Like it's not even alcohol. (laughs) I mean, it's just seltzer. Yeah, it's just barely. It's just and a hint. It's just. I said it yesterday on stream as well too. It's just uh, was it Lacroix? Just a little bit more rebellious, rebellious one. You know, like going through a teenage phase. You know, like I like that comparison. Yeah, it's like, you're not my real dad. It's like, yes, I am. <laughs> uh, what are the hobbies you have? Or like, are you like me? Like, eh, we just mostly work. It, it definitely is mostly work. I think my fitness is what keeps me sane. That's probably like my biggest outside hobby that has like nothing to do with any of my jobs. Mm-hmm. But that on, gaming, even though gaming is a job, like I actually enjoy, I just enjoy playing video games. Like, mm. that is fun. That is, a, like, a hobby thing for me. I do this thing when I, uh, where I stream me playing video games. And then after I'm done streaming, I'm like, all right, I need to relax. So I start playing more video games. Right? I, I do the yeah. same thing. I literally do the exact same thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I totally huh. haven't been using Animal Crossing for that or anything. Oh, my God. That Island Survivor game. Yeah, I heard about it. 
You have played Animal Crossing? I haven't played it. My housemate got it. Martin. My housemate got a freaking switch, Martin. a whole new switch, so I still can play Animal Crossing. Martin. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be in debt to a raccoon. Okay. It's hilarious. He is actually awful. Tom Nook is a crook. This guy. This guy he is a crook. I know. It's like you, you. You. It's like again. It, it's just Fortnite, except you build houses. You get resources, but you're in debt, and mm -hmm. you don't die as much. Pretty much. Yeah. That's accurate. And then you just you drop into an island, and then he goes like, "Oh, by the way, you owe me money." <laughs> like, what? What, yep. what the heck is this? <laughs> it sounds like a nightmare. I'm poor right now. Yeah, everyone is super poor, and like going for like, I need more bells. I mean, it, it, this game is really weird because all my friends are instead of stuck at home doing chores at home, they're just doing chores in a game. Uh huh. It's Which true. is not productive. <laughs> it's like The Sims too, though. Yes. Oh my god. Like, I know people can make, like, shirt and uh, design stuff in Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people are, like, making their clothing stuff there, too. Oh, yeah, they're hilarious. <sighs> I don't know. Bye. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know. I haven't played yet. I don't think I'll get into it. I don't know if I'm gonna suck into that, that addiction. I'll, I'll stick with alcohol. That's, that's healthier for me. Yeah, whatever works, yeah. <laughs> no, I wish. I, I don't have a drinking problem. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish, but not really. But I, I'm fine. I'm fine at drinking. <laughs> Everything's good. Everything's good. I just want to hang out with friends. I know. I know. I've started doing um, Discord like group video calls just to like see my friends. Mm. Well, just don't bring it to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, my entire setup is like here. There's no moving it. Good. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't do it on a laptop or something. Um, but yeah, actually, your set looks very pretty. What are all the stuff that you have right here? I'm just trying. It's a bunch of nerd stuff. There's like a bunch of nerdy stuff. So we tell me got, about that like... trophy. Oh, that trophy? Yeah. What's that? That was my very first esports award that I ever received. I got that last year. What's an esport award? Uh, so they do like award shows for uh, every year for various portions of the industry, like the gaming industry, esports industry. Oh. Um, that is a Tempest Award for the watch list where there's a committee of people that choose a few up-and-comers in the esports and gaming industry that they think are going to make a big impact the following year on the industry as a whole. So I got selected for that, which is really cool. So when did you get that? <laughs> like six months ago. So have you made an impact yet? <laughs> It's March and coronavirus is happening. I don't know. I mean, they gave you this. I feel like that's not a war. That's more like a responsibility. You know, it's like great power. Come I was yeah. literally saying the same thing earlier. I was like, I'm not going to be able to make my impact with the virus running around for half the year. I'm going to let them down. That's like the opposite of like employee of the month. It's more like, oh, yeah, you're going to be employee of the month. So I'm going to give you this. So you have to hit our goal. No pressure, though. And you're like, uh... Uh, I, I mean, okay, all right. Well, yeah, good luck with that. Now you're like, yeah. <laughs> whatever months we have left over. Six months later, they're like, sorry, we have to take it back. We made a mistake. Oh, no, it's mine. You can't have it. They come to your house and try to like rip it off. You're like, no, mine. <laughs> okay, uh, but sorry. What else do you have there going on? Tell me a little bit. We've got Harry Potter stuff, League of Legends stuff, Destiny stuff. Um, there's some Pokemon stuff behind the microphone right down there. There's Fallout stuff. There's Assassin's yeah, Creed stuff. Mm -hmm. There's some Star Wars lightsabers back there. There's a Fortnite Funko. There's some Minions, Disney stuff. You know you're allowed to turn around, right? Like... <laughs> you don't have to just look at the screen and say, huh. There's well. a whole Twitch section. <laughs> I'm used to doing it this way. <laughs> are you are you doing Twitch Rifle? Um, not this week. The war, not the one this week. I'm actually doing the Go Boom TV three hundred thousand dollar charity relief tournament for Apex and Coronavirus tomorrow, which is the same time as Twitch Rivals, so you can't play them both. That was a lot of words. <laughs> Wait, I actually, I'm not too familiar with Twitch Rivals. I hear that a lot. 
It's kind of like when you watch Glee and say, oh yeah, we need to go to regional, but they never explain what regional is. Can you explain to me a little bit what that is? Twitch Rivals is just one of the many things that Twitch does. They essentially put on tournaments in like all sorts of different games and invite streamers to participate in them. They're really just like for the community, for fun. Um, there's typically some sort of a prize pool and you get to just compete in whatever video games that you like to play. So it's kind of like I did Twitch Rivals three weeks ago, four week, three weeks ago for Apex. And then I did code. I did a code red tournament for Apex. Then I just did a Warzone tournament last week. And then I'm doing another Apex tournament tomorrow. So is this something that people sign up through Twitch or you let them know uh, like which games you want to pot potentially participate in and then you have to get invited. Gotcha. But then okay. if somebody gets invited that you're friends with or that you know, they can sometimes pick their own team and then sometimes mm. they can, you know, then you can be on that way. Interesting. Oh, don't worry. I'm not going to try. I, I, I suck so bad. Like, <gasps> oh, no. Horribly. But it's like my friends see me stream gaming before or like play. Yeah, I play yeah, Jinx. Yeah. Not even League of Legends. I only play Jinx. Like I see a Jinx figure there. Yeah. But yeah. I, but I play it very relaxingly. Like, I don't get mad. And League get... is not relaxing. League is competitive. Oh, I'm the opposite. I play really... Like, I don't get mad, you know. People get really, really mad. But then again, maybe because I'm the worst player on the whole in the whole game. So I understand. I understand their frustration. <laughs> but I don't get mad, you know. It's... I, I don't want... It's, it's like, why would I get frustrated and hurt my own mentality? That's like someone drive bad on the, in the road and then you key your own car. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Get your own car. That's how it's oh like. People play legal. Yeah, they, they play legal legends for free, and then they voluntarily do it. It's not, I hope, hopefully, nobody put a gun on their head to do it. Then they play the game, and then they get mad. And I'm like, you know what you signed up yourself for? You know, it's like if you don't like playing against random people with random people, find some real friends to play with you. Anyway, yeah, they get really mad. <laughs> league is hard. League is hard. It people is. do tend to rage with league. It is. It is kind of like, would you rather play? Do you think it make a difference because it's a free game? Like, There's definitely would, a wider player base because it's a free game. Would it be less toxic if the game, like, is Apex free? Apex also free, right? No, it's free. Yeah. Okay. So it's it. But then you can buy like the battle pass and like there's like in game transactions. What does the battle pass get you? Um, it gets you more XP and like a bunch of cosmetic stuff that you wouldn't have had if you didn't unlock the battle pass as you like level it up. So you get gun skins, legend skins, charms for your gun. You get new okay. uh, animations for banners and things like that or for when you're skydiving or you'll get new banners. You'll get like they've got voice lines and things like that and you can get like new voice lines unlocked. Um. Mm. So it's just it's just extra content essentially. Yep. Okay. I mean that's a good thing. Uh, I mean when I first learned about League of Legends, right? People tell me I have to ask my friend like, "What is League of Legends?" And <clears throat> a bunch of my guys friends playing it. I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then of course on the business side, I instantly think like, "Oh, what is this?" And because they told me it's a free game, I'm like, "Okay, how does a company like this make so much money?" And then they were like, "Oh, you can, uh, you know." Use real money to buy, you know, RP or it cost something else back then. It's but all, like, yeah, it was all the cosmetic stuff. Yeah, and then they're like, oh yeah, you can buy skin. And it's like, cool. And then you can also buy all this stuff. It's like, great. Does it make you stronger? No. Give you more no. power? No. no. Does it change anything in the gameplay? Not really. Oh. Okay, so it's just a bunch of my guys' friends playing Barbie. Digital Barbie. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And that is the whole business model. Yep. And like, if I go back like 10 years ago and go to... Uh, Blizzard and say, hey, you're going to make a free game and it's going to be completely free and people can pay you, but it will only let them look different. They're like, you're crazy. Pretty much. And then Pretty they much. came out with, like, way later, came out with uh, Hero of the Storm and then failed. But <laughs> yeah, so it's very different. But I wish, I still wish games are like, I mean, it's, it's bad. It's weird because, like, free games are making so much more money than a non-free game because of how people are addicted yeah. to gameplay. Except, like, I guess Switch games. Because those are not, like, competitive gaming. True. Or other True. than, actually, there's some fighting games. But I still think gaming or gaming price is too cheap now, though. Like, they're not 60 bucks. 
You think that's too cheap? I think that's too cheap. Yeah. Really? No, okay. So I was thinking about this yesterday, right? Too, right? Normally, if you you back in days when you buy a ticket, like um, like a movie ticket, it's about what seven dollars, uh-huh. about like ten years ago, right? And video games like twenty bucks, thirty bucks. Yeah. And then now movie tickets like sixteen, eighteen, sometimes even crazier. Yeah. And you get like what an hour and a half, two hours at most, three hours of game gameplay. You don't even get to interact. You just sit there. I mean, I I'm, again, I'm not complaining about it. But for video games where you play for, I don't know, wait, especially you're playing Animal uh, Crossing. Sometimes like hundreds and hundreds of hours. Easily going up that, that those hours, you know, like easily double digits, sometimes triple. And I feel 60 bucks. I don't know. I, I feel like scaling wise. Don't anybody hear you say that, Marin. People, people are already mad about it. Already mad at 60 bucks. <laughs> I, I think like I would... They, I don't know what's a good solution for it. I wish they can get paid more, but not us like one time like sixty bucks. But that's why they make DLC, which also make the games also kind of weird, you know. So DLC or or the microtransactions, like anything in game, like if you can buy skins, like that's how they just keep making money. Yeah, like microtransaction. That's how every apps or every games, because like, people that's how they know you can get you because people are have a oh yeah. Have, Addiction issue. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's great. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Anything no, more you about actually you? have really good questions. Hopefully. I don't know, man. Because I, I know I met you a few times. And there's yeah. a few things that I mean, most of the time I'm talking with you know, anyone on the show. It's like, I'm very genuinely curious about what they do and how they get to where they are. You know, like even for you, like, you have you said you've been streaming for four years, partner for three, mm-hmm. and then you start hosting during that time or before that. During that time, yeah, I started hosting after I won uh, some money in a tournament that I was playing in, and I became the highest paid woman in the game. And then I, they decided to make me their host after that. Did you get any sh- like backlash? Not backlash, but any like pushback from pe- from you being a woman and winning? That's not true. From the, <laughs> from the community of people that I was part of, no. Uh-huh. Like from everybody that I was friends with and anyone in, that was in like H1Z1, no. There were people outside of the H1 community that were not as supportive. Why does it make a difference though? I don't know. Because it's the internet. I don't know. So, okay. So you went from... So you didn't even tell me about this. You won a game and started no, your I got, I got fourth place. In that's a still, tournament. That's still a win. In a solo tournament. Kind of. I mm. almost made it on the podium. I was so close. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> how about we give you a job instead? Well, yeah, because once becoming the highest paid woman, like, and at the time I was like, overall, overall, I think I'm still like top 30 earners ever for that game. Um, mm-hmm. It was just like, I became like the female poster child for that, you know? So like, it was good to have me as their host. Good. So that's why I need, I mean, I, I feel like that should be no difference. Woman or man, doesn't matter if you win. It's like, you're the poster child now, whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay. I loved it. I loved it to be fair. I, I would love it too. I don't care. Like that's, that's something that I would be proud of. It's like, yeah, take me in any day. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, uh, after all this over, Hopefully we can hang out more. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I suppose you go to Vegas every September with friends. Okay. For like a big giant birthday thing. So hopefully, I mean, obviously, if TwitchCon isn't canceled, that's in September too. And oh, it won't be the same time as TwitchCon because everyone in our friend circle right, is in my group. Right. But I'll be in San Diego for TwitchCon too. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Great. Yeah. I mean, if that's gonna happen. Well, the, so. yeah. If it's not canceled. Yeah. So, I mean, everything that say postpone, I feel like it's a lie. It's like it's canceled. Postpone is just a Nice I, I can't think like that. I'll be so sad. Like I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, it depends. It depends if the convention giving the money back. True. Because if the convention center is like, no, we're keeping the money. It's like fine. We'll just have all the con in October or September right, at the end of the year. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be. There's gonna be ten conventions in one month. So, better save up, everyone. All right. Right. <laughs> For everyone else uh, at home or watching this later. Where can we find you? 
Oh, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash glitter explosion at glitter explosion on Twitter at glitter explosion on Instagram, although it's spelled with no E's in either word when it's really only supposed to be no E in explosion on all of them. It's glitter X explosion. Got it. Or at least, you know, if you're watching this, her name is right there. So hopefully y'all <laughs> get it right. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for being on the show. I will see you all next time and have a great night. Bye.